Welcome to the podcast. Special guest, Trey Hodge. Hey, hey. He's a chiropractor. He's also a coach for uh, nutrition, bodybuilding, and fitness. Um, man, I've got a... I've got a bunch of questions here for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen the uh, the pages of the questions that we were kind of like shooting through them, and it was uh, yeah, you should, interesting. I don't look. I know. I should, I don't, I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look. I'm the, good. The whole idea here is non-scripted. We are um, we're going to do this with uh, open minds, and I want to hit him with some surprises, and I think he's going to hit me with some just because I, I know Trey. Um, man, I've been excited for this, man. We've been trying to plan this for about three or four weeks. Actually, two months. Two months. You're serious? No, it's been a while, yeah. Quarantine shit. Uh, that and schedules. And I think times that you want to do it, then I'll be heading out of town or whatever yeah. it might be. So, yeah. So, the first time we officially got this thing going and we, we've got some ideas. I know John's been shooting ideas at me and we've been kind of talking. So, we got some things coming up that things will be kind of interesting. So. Well, I think the best idea we had was the tequila thing. and <laughs> <laughs> That was mainly your idea. How do you... <laughs> You're going to put that on me. Yeah, because every day this week you're like, hey, man, I got everything ready. Got, got the tequila. tequila. <laughs> Anything else? Well, you were, actually you were willing to cook me some food at least. So at least you were looking at me for that. But, yeah, you made sure we had, like, remind me that tequila said, was going to be in the mix. You have some PB&J over here. but <laughs> So, um, yeah, I don't know. I had this crazy idea. I just felt like uh, tequila would be a good part of this where, uh, um, I don't know, we either do some taste testing or it just loosens us up. But, yeah, what we <laughs> testing? Okay, okay. I do have a timer going, so here's the deal, guys. This this podcast is based on a shot every ten minutes, um, and on top of that, we've got our drinks. I don't know if you're watching on YouTube, IG, or whatever we're we're recording to. Um, that's that's what we're doing. You can see that. Uh, we've got Terramana, Terramana tequila, new tequila by uh, The Rock. Okay, um, we're gonna taste it and we're gonna review all this stuff. We've got Altos. That's my go-to. Um, I think uh, pound for pound, dollar for dollar, that's been my favorite. I'm a big silver uh, tequila guy. And we've also got Patron, the most expensive and uh, flashy of the tequilas, I would mm-hmm. think. Can you think of anything else on tequila? Uh, just to put out there, I'm not a tequila drinker, so he, he's <laughs> Cl- the kind of Clearly. Store. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like going with the flow here. So. Clearly. <laughs> Flow, don't fight. So. Yeah, yeah, there you go, there you go. Um, so on the, on the, um, we're gonna keep the stopwatch going. <clears throat> I don't, don't want to keep checking it, but um, <laughs> just started. There, there it is. We okay. just started. <laughs> we just started. Right. Yeah, we got a little jump start in this. All right. So um, Trey, tell me um, honestly, man, what you do, how you help people, and, um, and what do you like about it. Uh, first off, I'm a chiropractor. I've been a chiropractor for 14 years now. Um, I have two offices, one in Florence, South Carolina, a small, smaller town than Greenville, and i got one in Greenville. Uh, honestly, I've been doing this, like I said, 14 years. Enjoy it. I, I was fortunate enough to follow in the profession. I actually truly enjoy, love doing what I do. Um, I enjoy the interaction I get with a lot of my patients and things, so... I feel very truly in a great position overall, like to be in that, to be helping people on a continual basis. Uh, also, I'm a coach, prep coach. Been doing that for, I think, a little over 12 years now. So I've been doing that almost as long as chiropractic. Uh, so, like, I've been in that field and honestly the same position, something that I'm super passionate about, enjoy it, love it, uh, try to help as many people as I can. And like I said, I feel like that's just kind of been my basis and stuff. And uh, honestly, it's something I can always see myself doing um, even like 20 years from now. Really? Yeah. 
Um, golly, man. So when you were a kid, did you say, hey, I want to be a chiropractor, I want to help bodybuilders, I want to help people get into fitness? What do you think? Well, the funny thing was, as a kid, of course, I always admired, like, uh, you know, actors, like, jog club and dams. I was all in the martial yeah. arts movies, because, of course, yeah. you know, I got a martial arts background. So that, Steven Seagal, even Arnold Schwarzenegger, so I was looking at, like, becoming an actor. So I was in drama and all that as a kid. Yeah. Oh, uh, you remember, uh, I don't know if you remember the program, Dare? Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, I was in Dare. So I was in Dare. You're for, lying. No, Dare for like from third grade on to like eighth grade. You were in Dare. Yeah, so I did all the drama plays and everything else. I performed in front of different schools. That was my thing. Um, a lot of times I was like the the druggie, of course, in the in, <laughs> in, in, in these plays. But it's funny because like I, I really enjoyed Is it. Ten the, minutes yet? <laughs> so I did, I did a lot of things like that. A lot of things in the theatrics and stuff. And you know, I, I that was kind of like a passion of mine too. So of course, at one point in my life, I think up until my mid-teens, I was like, oh, I can see myself doing acting and all this. And then kind of lost that a little bit along the way. Uh, I guess reality hit. So hey, maybe I need to do something that's going to be something that's going to be more functional for me to do and practical. So then kind of switched gears, and of course, I went through. Wanting to be a psychiatrist, and wanting to be a, a medical doctor, and all this. The only thing that got me turned on to really chiropractic side was I got injured playing football when I was seventeen. Okay. Okay. Severe issues, severe case of like sciatica. It was one of those things where I was possibly going to have to have surgery. End up uh, hooking up with my uh, father's chiropractor. who helped him through a car accident. Uh, got with him. Within two months, I was back to playing football, lifting, and everything else again. So that was my that was my inspiration after that. So from seventeen on, that was like okay, that was it. Like chiropractic was where I was gonna go. But you but you ventured on. You were like, I'm gonna be a doctor of some sort. Yeah. You, so you knew you were gonna help people. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing. I was like, because you can imagine, like me, me even growing up and being involved in something like the martial arts. What did I do? I did a lot with interacting with, like, other people. Um, I was teaching classes, yeah. uh, teaching a lot of uh, kids and adults. So that was something I was always used to. So I can see myself being in that role or even being somewhere who's, like, a teacher, somewhere who's, I'm an educator. So at least even now as a chiropractor and as a coach, I feel like I'm an educator too. I feel like I can teach people a lot of things that, of course, I know or I've learned and feel like it's like something that they can ongoing, they, they can, you know, take themselves and actually show other people as well. Teaching people, John Claude Van Damme. You yeah, that's cool. Yeah, golly <laughs> man, I used to watch. And uh, was it Bloodsport? Golly man, I actually came on the. Uh, I don't know if you watch uh, Pluto TV. It's like sometimes, a new, sometimes. So yeah, a lot of times you get those movies like Bloodsport, Kickboxer, oh all that. You know, those are truly classics because you can sit there and you can, you can watch something you've already seen two dozen times you and still get entertained. You still get a tan, but you remember when you watched it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like who you were as a kid. Blood, was it Bloodsport or a Kickboxer where they were in the pool and he knocked that guy into the pool? I think that was, hold on a second. That's, kick, that's, that's Kickboxer, I think. Is it? I think it's Kickboxer. Guys went to the pool. Man. Yeah, they were in the pool fighting around, and it was like a uh, like a UFC base in somebody's backyard, basically. And I'm watching this. and that? I think that might be Kickboxer. I don't know. It's it's funny because a lot of those movies back in the because you know back in the late eighties, early nineties, like those martial arts movies were coming out so much. Like they're coming out. You know, oh, John Claude Van Damme had a movie coming out every year. Steven Seagal. Yeah, all these guys. So and, and of course that was like the thing. You yeah, know? sure, sure, sure. So sure. I think I've watched so many, so many of them, so many times. Of course, I can easily say like I get mixed up with certain things. Like I could take like whatever. I remember yeah. Steven Seagal movie like Mark for Death, where he's like you know breaking people's arms like halfway through the movie <laughs> and stuff. You know. Well, let me let me stop time out, dude. So. Steven Seagal, John Claude Van Damme. I know you've got a karate background. I don't know a lot about it. I know your father's an instructor of some sort. Um, when did you get involved in martial arts? Well, 
course, like I said, my father's always been in it since he was a kid because his father okay. was in it too. What, what karate? So, uh, uh, it's actually taekwondo, uh, hapkido, uh, and aikijujitsu. So okay. those are the three forms we were doing. So my father, of course, like I said, he was in it when I was growing up, when I was old enough to actually start kind of mimicking. Right. I got into it. So at three years old. So I was in it since I was three. So and so I've been pretty much being 38 now. So you technically say I've been involved in it in a way for 35 years. Mm-hmm. And so like with that, and of course, like my father, he's a 10th degree black belt grandmaster. I'm a 7th degree black belt master. My brother is a 7th degree black belt master too. So we... Yeah, but we've always been in it. We've always been submerged into it. But I have to admit, like, without that, I feel like it, I would not have the structure I have now, too. Because it did give us a lot of structure growing up. The karate did. Well, the, the discipline aspect. Because you got to look at it. It's almost like a, like, it's almost like a military type of, like, mindset of how you train and how you're supposed to be in the respect and everything you get for everybody around you. And, you know, we don't sit here and we learn all these different techniques to like intentionally try to hurt people. We use them to, if anything, to just better help us understand the body. But also if we did have to use it for protection or something, we could, but not in the sense that we're trying to find ways to use it. So. Uh, seventh, seventh degree. Look, I'm totally ignorant to karate and, and all that. What does that mean? A seventh degree black belt sounds pretty badass, but I don't know what that actually Well, is. the thing is, like, of course, you got the ranking system, and um, generally with Taekwondo, you go from, like, a white, you know, you can go to a yellow stripe, yellow belt, all the way up to where you get to, like, a red, red, black, which is Changgum Bo. Brown, right? Yeah. It, we, we, well, I know Taekwondo, we don't do the brown. Um, we do the Changgum Bo, which is a red, black. And then the black belt, of course, is, like, the king. When you get the black belt, you feel like you've accomplished a lot. Yeah. Because uh, you went through all the ranking. And actually, it took us probably, I said, I got my black belt at 12 years old. And then after that, things kind of slow down just a little bit because, of course, the knowledge you're taking in is a lot more like things you're learning, not just physical, but more mental. So, you know, that process over time, it, it, it was like, you know, probably you know, progressing. Then it was a little bit slower to get to that seventh degree. And, of course, even to this day, like, I'm still having to keep up with learning, you know, new things and all that and stuff before I was to even consider myself, uh, I guess, in a position or worthy enough to advance to another ranking level, you know, so... Well, so seventh degree. Is there anything past that? Of course, you got eighth, ninth, tenth. Oh, tenth is the the final one for our system. Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, tenth is like grandmaster level. Uh, that's just. I mean, pretty much you've learned almost to that max point of what probably you're going to probably like be able you, to learn. You can cut a man in half with your bare hand. Uh, I mean, you can do a lot of things. Like, for instance, like my dad's a father's a tenth degree black belt, and I was yeah. talking to you earlier about it. Like, he's just one of those guys. Like, naturally, he's a guy who. Um, just his present demands respect, but at the same time, I mean, his knowledge base is so vast, so and so, you know, so much that there's no doubt, like he he knows more than I can ever imagine, like trying to learn myself, you know. What what would he do? I mean, I would totally surprise you as a kid, man. You're you're seven. You said you were in this by three years old. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, we used to do like a lot of uh, demonstrations where we would do like a lot of breaking. And, you know, we would do break boards and things like that. And, and in some cases, break, like, um, uh, 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 what is this, uh, cement blocks, you know, cement, like one, two-inch cement blocks. Well, he, or concrete blocks. Concrete blocks. Let me, let me pause you for a second. Uh, I've gotten two or three uh, comments that our Instagram live is getting okay. pause going on. It says cutting out uh, on my end, citing every other word. 
Um, like I'm gonna try to fix this. I don't know how to fix this, but uh, probably might need to go to and Wi-Fi. Go to or, Wi-Fi or switch to yours. And we can switch to switch mine. Let me see how that works. Um, sorry, everybody on the podcast. I could probably pause that, but that's fine. We'll keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. We're almost at ten minute mark anyway. So. Yeah, we're getting <laughs> we're getting close. <laughs> um, let me see here. Get me on live because I don't. I don't know. You just, let's see. There you go. Oh, we're live. We're let's live. Check the connection. I don't know what. Yeah. Oh, golly, man. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal your phone out of here. Okay. Take that. I'm going to take this out of here, I think. <laughs> it says pause, do you poor connect? Okay, so I think it's trying to connect to. trying. So, uh, anybody yeah. who's on yours. Wait, yeah, anybody's on mine, go to what, John McDonald Jr.? Yeah. Yeah, John McDonald Jr. I'll put mine right here and just to hold still, I guess, for a little bit. So I should probably just move this right here to what's important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, all right, right here. All right. All right. <laughs> Shit. Let me get you back in there, bud. <laughs> All right. Get close to the mic. Close to the mic. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> got all these, at that point. all these shafts going on. I forgot we're on a podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Here we go. Get back to it, man. Your dad has, uh, I mean, dude, you told me a little bit. Yeah. Uh, tremendous. I, my mind is blown on what your dad's capable of. Tell me what you've seen when you were seven, um, eight, nine years old. Pretty much he's done demonstrations, but like, I remember this one time he did this where we had uh, five concrete slabs that were like stacked there wasn't any space and so they're stacked on top of each other so the thing is if you space slabs them, of concrete yeah so if you space them of course it's easier to break but if you put them on top it's not so he did this and which is already an amazing feat lights the thing on fire which is another amazing feat then breaks it with his head not his hand but his head and of course like i think to see this and i was telling him i want to get like because we do have old video of this so i want to convert it to dvd uh, so we can actually show this, but just to see the intensity, to like see someone getting ready to break this, and just the mindset you have to have, yeah, it just blows your mind. And it's so funny because if you look at the like the crowd and look at like them just like on the edge of the seat, and when it yep. happens, they're like freaked out because for one thing, you see a guy who breaks it with his head. It's not like he's on fire himself. He he successfully breaks it in front of you, and it's like okay. You would think someone who did that would probably like have some type of injury or. Some type of like major cut or something's going to happen. That's what's going. But it, and I said for me to see as a kid, I was like, wow. You know, I was like, my dad's a badass. You know, that's what I'm saying to myself. I was like, I, so it's funny uh, seeing as a kid and being like the son. Like, it's like you, my respect is like even higher because like seeing him perform this, and this for him was like it was no doubt that he could he wouldn't be able to do this. Like he just knew he was going to do this. Wow. You know, and he was like he'd done this a few times, so it was always something like it was something brand new. You know, so till till those things like that, but. Um, just turn the whole computer to turn. We're still, we're a work in progress. Uh, we're a fucking wreck. <laughs> That's good. Uh, <laughs> uh, it blows my mind, man. But at seven, eight years old, when you watch your father uh, get ready to do it, it's not even just the act. It's him getting jacked up. Well, I think it's, it's, the, it's the, the like the few seconds, like that five seconds right before he's yeah. getting ready to break. Yeah. That's where it's like the max intensity because you just see the look in his face. His face is just fired up red, just yeah. psyched up, like ready to do it. And I think that was the one thing that kind of was neat when I played football 
my father was the only person who could get me so pumped up, so fired up that I was just ready. Just what did he do? What did he do to get you going? Just get in my face and get just, in your face. Just get in my face and just. What did he I, say? You know, it's funny. It's like it's almost like at a point where it's like a like he's saying something, but it's pumping me up. But I just, is at a point I'm so pumped with the drilling. Because in your even, face, I, yeah, I don't even know what he's it didn't saying. Matter. It didn't matter. I just like he's in my face. So it's like it's already you know what you can say. You got to handle it. You know, you got to handle your business That's on it. the field. That's just it. So I, I admit, like I feel like that always wow, kind of man. pushed me and you know gave me like that little edge. And to see him be able to do things like it was kind of always like miraculous. Like, like wow, I can't see, can't believe someone could do this and. Escape, you know, with no injury, no problem, or anything like that, you know. So, yeah, golly, but to have somebody be able to push you like that, man, that is so priceless. I've had one uh, bodybuilding partner uh, to be able to drive me. That if I worked out with him, I feel like I could do anything. Yeah, and to have that is so priceless, man. So they, you know, these bodybuilders that come out here and do these uh, tremendous feats. When I say bodybuilders, I mean powerlifters as well. I mean guys that are deadlifting these crazy amounts, you know, they're or like the strongman guys. Oh, goodness gracious, yeah, man. That's crazy. What yeah. they've got to mentally prepare for is more, I mm-hmm. believe, than what they're actually doing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's no um, doubt. Cause I mean, and anything can happen, you know, anything. Yeah. It's like, you know, you make a false little move, you, you yeah. like pause and something you shouldn't be pausing for, you know, you do something to throw your momentum off. Oh man. So yeah. much respect. Yeah. That. So, so much respect. Golly. So, uh, moving along, man. So, all right, chiropractic, you got the martial arts thing, we got bodybuilding. Dude, I'm going to hit you with this, man. Yeah. Is bodybuilding a sport? Okay. You know, something that I've gotten asked before, um, I, to my, my, my mind, I always put bodybuilding as a sport. Now, there's, of hmm. course, I would say there's levels of sports. Time out. Time out, dude. We are way past 10 minutes. I'm using my phone for Instagram, <laughs> so we're going to have to wing this. Um, if we can, I, we got a few people going. Uh, on the Instagram live, can you let us know when Tim minutes pops up? I mean, throw a little wave or some yeah. some shit like that. Uh, we did Terramana. Uh, what'd you think? Oh, well, actually, I've only mixed in a drink. I haven't had a shot yet. You haven't had a shot. So we're gonna we're gonna do a shot of Terramana. Keep this thing interesting. Um, he's got my little Bigfoot. Show him the Bigfoot <laughs> thing right there. Oh, the Bigfoot glass. The Bigfoot glass. Yeah, a little shot glass of Bigfoot because. Yeah. Uh, I'm a fan. Yeah, he's a he's a super fan. Nice so. Super. What the? What does that mean, dude? Uh, that means you're trying to talk me into all these trips that are coming up. Whoop! Got a little terrible. Little, little spillage. Little right. spillage. So, um, all right, we got a little terramana shot going down right here. It's got a little bite, but it's not bad. That's pretty smooth. Smooth my ass, man. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. But now I'm still gonna I'm... chase it. <laughs> I ain't that badass. <laughs> so what I've got going on here is that uh, I've got Altos and Monster. Um, I don't know. Carbonation and uh, the Orange Monster works for me. Yeah. I'm doing the, the Gatorade Zero. So sugar Gatorade. Free. Gatorade and Terramon? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bodybuilding sport. You've been asking a lot. Yeah. Go on with it. Uh, you know, but, you know, at the same time, I mean, I'll, I'll say it's also a lifestyle. It's something you, you just can't treat as like, oh, I'm going to do it today, but I'm going to do it tomorrow. I mean, it becomes a lifestyle. And, of course, for someone like me who's been uh, immersed in it for so long, uh, 20 years, or actually over 20 years. So, you know, I say like, okay, I treat it as a lifestyle, but I view it as a sport. Now, do I put it on the same page and same level as something like maybe football? Um, you know, not quite because I feel like football, basketball, those are super competitive sports. Uh, true. I wouldn't say – I'll say true athleticism in terms of ability, whereas you know bodybuilding is a very genetic based sport too. 
genetics. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I think sometimes even as an athlete, even athleticism, sometimes that's something that, of course, can be improved but through hard work and the way you kind of approach it. Whereas bodybuilding is a genetic thing too because, of course, if you have a body part that's just not doesn't have the capability to expand or grow like the way you want, then of course you're going to have some you know issues with you know, being super competitive in that sport. So I think with in terms of just the ability, um, if we look at that, then of course I, I would put basketball, football, and baseball and those sports a little bit higher upon that. You know, so. Well, look, man, I, I'm I'm very open about this. Uh, I'm not a big bodybuilding fan. Mm. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but. Mm. Because I do it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, dude. I think the subjectiveness of bodybuilding. I put that in the realm of. I'm re- ready to get some hate here. You guys ready? <laughs> of cheerleading. Okay, guys. Cheerleading, bodybuilding, all this subjective s- stuff that activities that cannot be measured by objective. I don't know. Definitive. Uh, um, answers. I I don't. I I can't call that a sport. Look, if you can't, if you can lift 100 pounds, this guy can't, you win. That, that to me, is definitive. So I think you think it's more opinion based on I think views. bodybuilding, uh, anything that is, is a judgment of, of people, um, a, a judgment, a, a very subjective situation, I think that's not a sport, man. I, I, it's hard for me to see it as a sport. Huh. And that's that's controversial i'm sure but but hell man i mean you know football you win seven or zero you know what yeah. i'm saying you win in basketball 99 to 97 yeah tell me how that works in in bodybuilding because the the number one complaint after a bodybuilding show is oh well the judges didn't like me because i didn't smile oh the judges didn't like me because uh you know i didn't do this Dude, everybody's mad at the judges but look man we're people now you gotta take this down come so on here's one come on. so what happens if a ref makes a bad call Son in a football bitch. game I fucking <laughs> so, so this is a big one too because yeah, you got on. of course like you got refs that yeah. do, you know that manage basketball football yeah. they make a call that could cost the game especially like imagine a big playoff game which yeah. has happened it happened last year I think it was in the playoffs with the uh, Saints it happens every yeah. year in every playoff dude I cannot argue yeah. that but here's what I can tell you that the NFL the NBA uh, all these um, high paid because money is a is a factor. We're not mm-hmm. going to get into that, but I believe they're trying to be better at this with cameras and um, you know they're they're looking at cameras and able to uh, mm-hmm. what's that called when they when they call the play when the when the coach throws a, a flag out there and says I want to review this play. What's that called? You tell like like this a review. Like a review. Yeah. a review. So they're trying to better that so it's not based on man subjectiveness, uh, but it still is. And I knew you'd probably say that, uh, and it's a very fair question. So it's still up to man. Uh, but but let's look at power lifters. Mm-hmm. Can you lift that? Yeah. Can you not lift that? And 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 what are the terms of lifting? Did you lock out? Did you not lock out? Because you know I, I just seen something the other day with Eddie Hall and the other one where they uh, Thor Thor yeah. is it Thor where yeah. they're they're pissed off at each other because oh he didn't do this and that. Look, man, it's it's black and white to me. I like mm-hmm. things black and white. Yeah. Not not seven judges and three of them have haven't judged anything. Uh, four of them have been uh, judging for 30 years, mm-hmm. and they know the guy because they've been coaching him. 
I mean, I've heard it all. You've heard it all as a coach. Yeah, and I think that's where you get into it you know, with this and on a higher scale in terms of sport, especially when it comes to strongman, you got the favoritism that like people feel like has happened. So, you know, so even now, powerlifting's gotten to a point where sometimes people say, oh, okay, well, it's now subjective because based on how I score or how I view a lift, like if I call it, like if I flag it because I feel like it's not a complete lockout or if I feel yeah. like you didn't go in full depth on a squat. Oh, so yeah. so you, you can almost go to that point where you can almost say like almost all these things have some type of like man yeah well it's like you'll say it's, it's not, nothing like so now if we say it like this would there be a way in bodybuilding to to Ooh. keep it from being less subjective wow and more like more of an objective wow. like wow. where like if you had like first if you had cameras or you had special things that would measure and yes proportionality and all this well, you can review stuff well yeah wow. so I mean, would, would that be a big difference or or would that would that like water down the sport because of that. Interesting. Because then it would change the whole purpose of like why it began too. So there's a lot of things. So I think it's one of those things you pick and choose a sport that you are passionate about and understand what comes with it. You know, that there, you probably are going to be in a position that you might win, you might lose, you might come in third, you might, you know, you might win the show. It's just going to happen. I guess that's why, I mean, when you get into this, you got to pick a reason why you're getting into this. Are you getting in this to make a career out of this? Are you getting this to uh, just prove something? Are you getting in this for, I guess you got to know the reason why you're getting into it. Yeah, yeah. And of course, like I said, I say with most of this stuff too, there, you, you have to have a certain passion about it because the only reason why we're going to do it is we do have a passion. Like, for instance, like I know we talked about it and I think with you and just for you, you're personally, like you, you like doing shows because it gives you something to shoot for. You like to have some goals. Like you like to set goals. So, does for you going doing a show? Yeah, do you want to win? Yeah, you want to win. Uh, but you like the idea of being able to prepare yourself and to mentally put you in that position where you feel like you're driven to do something else outside of you, your career and things. You know, so it gives you something extra that you can put on your plate that you know you can try to accomplish. Wow. You know, well, you're making me dig here, dude, because that 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 makes sense. Because you make me question why I do that. Uh, why do I bodybuild um, if I don't like it? I know you're not asking me, but you're kind of saying it. Um, why do I do it? Um, well, it gets me ready for life, man. It gets me ready to be a better person because mm. it gives me structure. Yeah, Martial arts gave you structure, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think that's the one thing we have in common. If you get structure, you're able to accomplish some things, and you stand for more. So, golly, man. I think it's like that whole uh, kind of the whole outlook of like purpose. Like, what you what, what what's your reason for waking up every day to do what you do? You know, like, you know, of course, like you say, you, you have a bit a you know, a major business you run, you know, I'm a chiropractor, I'm a coach. So those are, those are our purposes, but what else can we do? What can we do for ourselves too to better ourselves? Well, competing where even though I don't compete, but sometimes I'll actually put myself through like, you've a, competed before though, right? Yeah. I competed a few, quite a few times, uh, powerlifting and bodybuilding and martial arts course. Really? But, wow. But my thing is like, but it's also that thing of, even for me, I might not be actively competing now, but I could be doing like a mock prep to where I want to get myself ready for something a just for prep. me. Where I might, I might not be get. I might say, you know what? Hey, my goal is I want to change some of my health numbers. I want to drop 30 pounds. Most of your clients, what are they looking for? Are they looking to compete or just get healthy? I mean, honestly, it's like half and half now. Really? Yeah. I think uh, I have half clients that are, I wouldn't say they want to be like close to that like competitive level, but more still lifestyle-based, healthy, just more healthy in general. And then I have, of course, the ones that just want to compete, you know, which is, which, and I do have some that are just 
like athletes. You know, they play football, they play a sport they need to get better in. Um, so for them, the nutrition part is a big factor too. So, hmm, golly, man, what what's your biggest pet peeve with your clients, man? Like when you when you're thinking about it, what pisses you off most? Uh, you know, I think honestly, like my thing is with like I always want my clients to be upfront and honest with me. Yeah. Um, I don't care what it could be. It could that's be, every coach, yeah, man. And I, I think that's the thing. And But the thing is, too, I think, I, you know, even for me, like, I don't want to sit there and be struggling trying to figure out a client of mine if they're doing things outside of what they're letting me know. Because like, if, like what? Like what? Like, for instance, if, if they're not, you know, for instance, if, okay, for instance, if clients tells me, say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not hitting all my cardio. Well, at least they're telling me that. Like, yeah. you've told me that before. It's like, hey, hey bro, I'll be honest with you. I've hit three days of cardio this week. But, way but, too many donuts. But, but, but the good thing is you're telling me, so that way I'm not sitting there, two things, baffled because, okay, your body's not changing the way I, I think it should. And number two is I can't sit there and adjust your plan at all thinking that it's going to change because guess what? You're not following a plan anyways. You're not following it to the, to the T. So, it, so I'd rather have someone who's super honest with me and let me know that versus not telling me because they're afraid I'm going to look at them differently. Because trust me, I know we struggle. We all have our little issues that we go through. And, and sometimes it could be a personal thing in life that we're going through, and we just struggle with that. So, it, of course, it... Personal kind of life. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes you could have you could have a, a hell of a day, a bad day. You just... Nobody's ever had that before. <laughs> ever. You, you may, like, okay, for instance, like, you say, hey, I get, like, <sighs> two of my five meals in that I was supposed to get in. Um, you know, I, I'm feel like crap today. Just everything's been going, you know, down south, whatever it may be, and you know, and that, and it happens, and that's and that's okay. But of course, if you let me know that, I, I'm I'm compassionate, you know, I'm empathetic to understand it. So I'm I'm gonna work with you. But if you don't let me know that, and you're making things like everything's fine and dandy, and your body's not responding the way I, way I think it should, then I'm like clueless of really what's going on. And so yeah. you're changing the plan. You're looking. Yeah, at yeah. And then, and then, and then, I'm like frustrated myself because I'm thinking, like, man, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm never want to cut things out or do things that so drastically to the point where I feel like I'm putting, you're not saying the client's health at risk, but just putting them in a in a very physical, demanding environment that's going to like put them in a very, you know, even a worse state. You know what I'm saying? So, <sighs> Trey, listen, I've, oh, uh, okay. Well, we'll next time we're in ten minutes. Okay. Oh, are you <laughs> fucking serious? I think she's lying. I don't know. It's sweet, sweet Somebody talk. else in there. Uh, so, uh, everybody hitting me on the 10-minute thing. Okay. Oh, all right. Damn it. Okay, all right. So, Terramana, listen to iPad or you iTunes or whatever the fuck. I'm not good with this shit. We've got uh, Patron Silver. We've got Altos Terramana. We want to do the Patron? We're going to do Patron because... Okay. Here, I'll let you crack it up because I have no idea how... We've got a new Patron. Yeah, here. We've got you a virgin here. <laughs> uh... Oh, hell. Golly, man. You really opened up a can tonight. <laughs> uh, by the way, we've got a um, breathalyzer here. Yeah, we actually, we probably need to test that soon, too. We're going to so. go ahead and test that, but gosh damn, dude, this Patron smells good. Well, you're the one that knows. I, I have no idea. Go ahead and smell, sniff, the, sniff the cork. Smell the cork. That don't sound right. No homo. Cork. No oh homo over here. Yeah. I got to sneeze now. You got to sneeze? That's <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm going to catch myself. I feel like I got to sneeze now. Golly, man. Uh, I, I, I love Patron. <laughs> I just we, we, we just realized that John is very passionate about Patron. No, John's passionate about tequila. Okay, well, tequila, Patron, maybe. He was really going over the packaging and how it's so unique. 
Look, Patron uh, puts a lot of money into marketing. Okay. Who can argue that? Somebody say fucking. Somebody fucking say something. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, I got nothing. There's nobody saying shit. <laughs> There it is. On two IG lives. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll give that to you. So, um... All right, here's Bigfoot again. Oh, my gosh, uh, really? Bigfoot is uh, big. Yes. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Fuck you, Trey. We're gonna get dick. Love you, too, bro. We in it. All right. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's good, good, man. That's good. That's good. Fuck Taramana. I'm uh, sorry. Dwayne Johnson. Is that where uh, this is? Uh, no, nah, I mean, I like the Terramon. I mean, you I mean, like, really? yeah, I like, I don't like, the Patron has a little bit more of a burn in my tongue. It's <laughs> <laughs> maybe, I don't like the burn. That's and what she ter- said. That's okay, what she okay. said. And the Terramon was a little bit easier. I feel like I can, I can, I can handle that a little bit easier. I noticed you didn't chase it. You chased Terramon. Well, I'm still trying to get the burning out of my mouth and throat, so. That's what she said. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, we are on one night. Mm. Oh, Mr. Bobo. The legend himself. Is that him? Yeah, actually, he just said hello. Okay, so for you, those of you know, um, of, Bobo... A iTunes know. Okay. Uh, Bobo, As I turn on the breathalyzer, I'm turning the breathalyzer on, by um, the way. He actually was the head judge of my very first show. Get out of here. No, he was. Where was it at? Asheville, North Carolina, actually. Really? What was the yeah. name of the show? Uh, it was the super... It was a supernatural... I know Bobo probably knows. Supernatural show? Yeah. He gave me a very good critique and a very honest critique. I remember that. So. All right, we're calculating. Okay, you know I suck iTunes. at trying to do this thing. Um, yeah, he sucks at this thing. <laughs> hey, look, listen. Trey's got a unique ability to uh, <laughs> to blow a zero. Look, I don't okay, know. Yeah, it looks like a looks error, like a error. Okay. Um, yeah, it's error. Yeah, error because okay, you, you uh, say not something, and of course you, you're, you're well. We look, we up. we took a drink, so we got to wait a little bit. But uh, oh, really? It says we gotta wait about ten minutes. No way. Yeah. What? Why the heck are we doing ten minute shots? I don't know. But <laughs> listen, this uh, we're gonna put a hold on the breathalyzer thing because yeah. it's not gonna be accurate. Yeah. Also, who says zero point zero nine? I have no idea how these like. I, I'm I'm very clueless on the breathalyzer <laughs> and stuff, so I, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I would bet. I, I think we're we're higher than that. Point zero nine. Whoever said that. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm not sure. So, yeah, we're um, up, we're up there. Right. Um, let's go ahead and get something else. Let's go getting in. So, <laughs> sorry, iTunes. All right. All right. So, what have we got next? <laughs> she said something. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell, dude! Listen, listen. This is what you do, man. This is like your chiropractic work, your fitness stuff, man. I, I this is how I've known you. Yeah. I got to know you for a few years now. Uh, the diet thing, bro. We have fought. We have. I've talked to you about it. You've given me diets. Yeah. What's your favorite diet? No, no. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Look, there's been trends, dude. There's been keto. There's been carnivore. There's been fucking everything, man. And I, I'm personally, I don't give a shit. When people say, "Hey, what's the diet that that works?" You know what I said? I say the shit yesterday, actually. The one that works. I say, <laughs> and my whole motto and yeah. stuff is like, I've done all the different types of diets, and yeah. of course. You know, I think all of them can work. My thing is, at the end of the day, calories in versus calories out. That's wow. always the case. So it's like fucking science to me. No, well, it's just it's just simple. It's like everything's 
you know, we take in, of course, as a calorie system based to it. Hell, even if we're drinking alcohol, we got calories and alcohol. So yeah. if we look at it like that, so if we're we're really trying to be definitive of, of a diet, so we need to create a metabolic deficit, meaning we need to create a shift in calories where we're at a negative point if we're trying to lose weight, trying to get ready for something. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I mean, I don't just simply say, hey, you're keto, you're keto, you're keto, or you're like doing a, you know, 40, 40, you know, for 40, you know, 40, 20 diet or whatever it may be. My thing is just, if anything, is see how one's body responds to certain things. Um, a lot of times I check with my clients too with certain diets. Uh, I want to make sure what they're sensitive to. So if if we don't do a food allergy test, sometimes I'll ask them questions. Hold like, on, food allergy? Food allergy test. So, like, say, for instance, I might have someone who might be sensitive or gluten sensitive, but we might not even know that. We might not have, you know, they might not be able to do a food allergy test. So, if we don't, I always try to ask them, say, hey, if you if you had any issues with, like, excess of belching after a meal, like, hour or two hours after a meal. So, that lets me know that you might have a hard time processing something. Like, I've had people who have a hard time with sweet potatoes. So they say, yeah, you know, after I eat yeah, like yeah, a yeah. sweet potato-based meal, I'm having like a lot of excessive belching, reflux, all this. So that lets yeah, me know yeah, they yeah. might be sensitive to just that. Yeah. So that gives me ideas of like how I need to swap things. Now, of course, like, yeah, does everybody follow the same diet? No, never. Like I have, you know, all my athletes, all my clients follow different diets. I do have some that might fit better with a keto-based diet. And I might have someone like you, of course, that does better with carbs. You know, you do better with refeeds like, and like stuff. Like Krispy Kreme, right? Yeah, Krispy Kreme. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, 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 just go away and put it out there. You know, we're gonna put it, lay everything on the table. You know, this guy does check ins with me every time I come in town, and I admit, I give him credit. He gives, honest. He, he's honest. He's honest. honest. He's like, yeah, I'll say, hey, it's like, I'll, I'll say, hey, how much of this diet have you been doing? And he, and the funny thing, he'll tell me exactly what he's doing. And part part of me is cringing. Part of me wants to, you know, him in the gut. But a part of me is like, okay, cool. Well, at least I know now. So, okay, well, I guess we're just going to try to do this again this week. As long as, <laughs> as, long as this check clears. <laughs> yeah. No, the funniest thing is, uh, even this past week, we did check in. And I was actually surprised. I was like, well, dang, he's actually, he's he's heavier. He's leaner. I was like, what's going on? I, I, what was, the, what was the, the secret this week? I don't know. What was the, the difference? I'm scared, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the secret: stress and tequila. Okay. Well, I'm not condoning that, Trey. Okay. I'm not condoning that. Okay. Well, I'm not. I'm not Here's advocate of. Uh, Is anybody saying ten minutes? No, no. It, it can't be ten minutes. And ten minutes. Well, we have to test first, though. I'm not, I do not trust the fucking breathalyzer anymore. Yeah, I swapped my damn. But um, but yeah. So like I said, it was kind of funny doing the check in and stuff, and just kind of seeing like, of course, he's actually improved. So yeah, when he tells me, I'm like, okay, you got you got to be kidding me. This can't be it. <laughs> so, but the funny thing is, of course, of of the like what six mil base we have you on right now, yeah. six mil base. Yeah, it's a, I think you hit like four. Four, maybe cl- four. I can, I can hit four, dude. But- well, he, well, I help put it this way. He put it four, and then he'll tell me like he might have like a something that's outside of it, which macro wise might be close. And then of course it might be like, oh well, I had like a few shots of tequila, and yeah, I gotta yeah, throw yeah. the tequila in. But yeah. honestly, dude, I, I look at what you give me, and uh, on the macro level, um, I can. Gosh damn! I hate admitting this because I don't want to like condone anything like this. No, but, it's, it's be, hey, being honest. It's all good. Okay, I'm putting it out there. But, yeah. But when you give me the plan, dude, I'm like four for six. If I'm four for six on the meals, the rest of it I can macroize. 
I'm looking at those fucking Chips Ahoy's on my dash right now that are warming up real nice, or them Krispy Kremes and that tequila. I fit things, man. That's but a hell of a combination. You know what, dude? I'm not gonna live forever. Well, you know what? And I was, I was, I would vouch this for John. Okay, so we we've actually been planning for shows since the first of the year. And, of course, with everything how it has been and trying to readjust everything and stuff. So, you know, it, it is a little bit different because we really don't have a set show we're doing right now. John's one of those guys that I've learned to know that once there's a show date set and he's all in, like, he's really all in. Like, he's really following everything to the T. He doesn't deviate. So, I think that's the thing. And I, and I find that with even a few of my clients. Uh, not, not, you know, not saying, like, every, every client, but some clients, of course, that we've had to reset things schedules and all that because the show schedule is just constantly changing that's 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 been an issue of course but you know it's one of those things that we just have to uh, learn to adapt but, but that's genetics that's gen- not everybody's like that that's why i don't like putting it out there like oh, that because someone says been is it really been 10 minutes no way i get the fuck out of here it's okay. been 10 minutes it's been 10 minutes no way i don't know somebody else about okay, well, we gotta do the breathalyzer first though before we do anything, we we got we got to scale this, okay? Because I might have to do listen, like the half shot. Listen, here what's here what's going on. I'm getting a phone call. I can't hold on. All right, we got ten seconds. I'm gonna answer this phone real quick. Hold on. So what I do when it when it's eight nine? It's it's a countdown. Hey John. Hey John. Hey yeah. You're live on a podcast right now. Give me give me give me a minute. You know what? Go ahead and text me. I got to finish this podcast. I'll get right back to you. Sounds good, man. 10-4. Bye. All right, Scott, going in here. Let you hold this. We're calculating right now. See what Dr. Dr. Trey Hodge is on. Anybody guess? Somebody. Somebody guess. Somebody guess to get a free hat. How you about have... <laughs> you know what? Look, free hat? For anybody who guesses free, this free exact... Free hat. Free hat. I can't even show it, but I'm, I'm going to... Trying to style hats coming out. Anybody. Anybody. No, no. Are you fucking serious? Said, Whoa, this guy would die. Point three. A point three? Are you serious? Can you pull that up? So that way it's a point. Or... It's a point oh six. This dude is at a point oh six. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> He's at a point oh. He's <laughs> also got the unique ability to fucking dodge these yeah. things. Is that, is that good, right? Point oh six. I'm still good, right? To drive? Yeah. Okay. Like well, I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to drive right now. No, not to vote or anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, okay. he can't vote, but he can, he can drive. We're not going to that. We got eight seconds for John All right. to uh, measure up here. All right. Let's see. How did we match with church today, dude? I don't know. We, we didn't play this, guys, but we were kind of matching, which is kind of cool, though. I like I like matching. <laughs> <laughs> don't mess this up, man. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. It's calculating now. It's just... <laughs> It's going to say error again. Watch yeah, it. Yeah, guaranteed. Uh, I've been drinking for a little bit, dude, to be honest. Okay, you should be You should be high. I got nothing but for you, to be honest. We are. <laughs> Look. Actually, point. that was close. That was close to what, uh, oh, what gosh, Megan man. said. Yeah. Point two four, guys. <laughs> look, look, listen. You know what? Uh, I've done this enough to where I know that I'm probably at a point two four. Do you feel like point two four? I feel a point. No, nah, probably point two three. <laughs> Of course, we're getting like technical here. Okay, let's go. Hey, let's keep this moving. Let's keep it. Do we need? No, we. Do we need? We're good, man. We're good. We're good. good. Listen, listen, dude. Uh, We've had these conversations, dude, and and sometimes 
Uh, not all the time, but I'd like to fucking fight with you, dude. I know you do. I know you do. I'd like to fight you. And uh, right not, now... Not, not physically, because no, I'm not I sure how this will turn out. You will take me out. I get we, it. We, we I get might it. be starting and a fight club in here soon. fucking <laughs> seven degree black belt with fucking nah. fiery concrete. I'm not interested <laughs> in this. Between you and Troy and, and your father, I'm not interested in fighting y'all. But, but listen, conspiracy theories. Oh, gosh. You ready? Okay. Pick right. one. Pick one. Pick one. Ah, conspiracy theory. Which one um, do you believe in the most? We got Bigfoot. We got aliens. We got fucking Area 51. We got September 11th. Well, of course. Pick okay. one. I'll say aliens. And the only reason I say aliens. Fucking aliens. Okay. Uh, of course, I'm a, I'm, I'm a big fan of watching ancient aliens. And of what? Ancient aliens. Ancient. What the hell's that? Ancient aliens on history channel. Ancient aliens. Ancient. Okay. Ancient. <laughs> We're southern as fuck over here, guys. Ancient aliens. Okay. So, I watched this show. And it's it's like so to me I guess it's so like unique with all the like the history and you mean the guy's hair? Oh, the hair! The hair is the biggest thing. Honestly, the hair the, the hair anybody, is down. Anybody on social, please. Yeah, so please the hair fuck. is the the big thing. So anyway, so like for me, like watching the show and like there's so many episodes. Like so I'm feel like I'm still behind and catching up. And like everything's like you know it puts you in that whole wow factor. Like oh you you know this is really this is really true you know all this stuff is true facts so you know i believe there's some truth to it and and i'm not um because i am of course a christian you know i do believe in god but i do believe that you know it's hard for me to believe that we are the only like i guess advanced in the sense beings in this whole like universe how vast it is you know so you know for me it's like you know so i take a lot of stuff and I, i'm like you know it, it just puts me more into thinking deeply about it. not saying like i believe everything that's put out there about it but i do believe some of it you know so i believe there's some Era truth 51 what do you think i mean it's there of course i know it's there and then there's i mean trust me if we knew even like a even 10 percent of what was in there it probably would freeze out which i'm probably glad we don't know it because of course like this whole oh, war would implode if we did know everything. the world would implode yeah golly um golly all right so area 51 all this shit i mean recently we had some uh some ufo sightings that have come out on uh cnn i've noticed this stuff uh nobody has mentioned anything about it well, of course, we got, you know, all this other, everything else going on as it is. So, yeah, yeah imagine, like, some of this stuff gets, like, pushed to the side. There's a reason why. Um, and I, it's funny because I've got a few buddies that I know that are very conspiracy theorists and everything else. And all this stuff seems to be somewhat interconnected. Like, I mean, we, we can go, we can go, I don't want to go in detail, but, like, the, yeah. you know, the whole COVID thing and everything oh, else. And, it's and, one of the podcasts. Don't do it. Don't do it. Well, I will say this, and I would put it out there. But there is a underground Ground. war going on. I'm totally, I've heard this a okay. times, dude. So there's a buddy, there's a client buddy of mine who. Time out, time out. Okay. Underground war. Underground if, war. If nobody's heard of this, listen, listen, listen to what Trey's about to say because honestly, I have no idea what he's about to say, but but I have heard, I have known, I've listened, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be open to it. And yeah. So I, I really think he's on to something here. I will say, I will say this, and this is a, like I said, a good. Good buddy, client of mine. He he's uh, military. Ex military. He's military. Or, okay. He's wow. Okay. He's in it. So he well he he's in it, but he's he's he kind of you know he has I, honestly. I'll, if anyone is interested, let me know. I'll send you his uh his page. He puts stuff constantly on his stories, 
and it just it's just very realistic. So when whenever this is what over a month ago in the New Mexico and uh, three or four weeks ago, yeah, 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 when it had all the earthquakes, we know what was going on, right? So we have we've had these underground tunnels that have been around since I think like the seventies that are in New Mexico, California, all that that go across the Mexican border, and they're deep. Well, New Mexico and all that stuff not under a fault line. So all these supposed earthquakes were actually explosions that were going underground that were against the drug cartel. Holy hell. Which, honestly, also was a lot of the human trafficking going on, too. This is deep. Yeah. So the the ships that were uh, based off the shores of New York and all that, they weren't for... COVID patients, but they were for these uh, kids and everything else who were trafficked to be put on these ships to like revive them. Oh my gosh! Um, there was pictures. There was things that were shown that showed that they were super malnourished and they were given these fat deposits. Actual pictures. Actual bit. Well, it showed the actual person because these were like people that were on the ship that, of course, they're trying to protect themselves, but showing that what's being done on these ships. So it's. Really, uh, trust me. It, it, I mean, I know it seems like very far fetched and all that, but it just it does make sense because we yeah, imagine there's not been any cameras on these ships, nothing. I'm not seeing nothing. Nothing, nothing showing anything that's interacting with these ships. So, you know, and these and these ships came up at this, of course, right time with all this stuff was happening with COVID mm-hmm. and stuff. So sometimes, like, if something was to happen, the yeah. best time to happen is when there's a worldwide yeah, pandemic. Yeah, sure, sure. So it sure. could it kind of hides it. Wow. So. Uh, so the, of course, the pros of, of course, you're saving all these kids and people who haven't seen daylight in probably years. Oh my gosh! Um, but at the same time, it's it's it, so it's real deep, and I, I don't want to see her get deep and stuff. It's just something that I've like been looking at and stuff like that, and something that I do believe that's kind of happened. But uh, for any of those of you that want to like, you know, message me, I'll send you the but the friend of mine who you puts a lot of stuff. Though, I mean, you got stuff to. Oh, no, no, no. He he puts, like, I'm, I literally, like, he will put 20 to 30 things daily on his story that's connected to all this stuff. So don't say pretty, his name yet, dude. No, no, I don't, no I'm not saying his name. If, if so. y'all want to know, Ashtray, like, I really, look, conspiracy things are, look, I love listening to them, but they better be substantiated. Mm. And if it's people that I actually know, I was prior military, if I hear somebody uh, that I know that was ex-military, uh, tell me something. I'm going to trust it. And so, if y'all want to know, really, go ahead and DM him. Go ahead and instant message him, whatever. Yeah. Um, that's that's where I'm going to leave that. Uh, yeah, I, actually, I kind of like like leaving it that there just because it, it does get really deep, but I don't want to like, go into a whole, like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to yeah, do that right here. Don't, dude. Yeah, don't, um, let me, let me keep this wholesome. Um, when I say wholesome, I mean, where are we at in 10 minutes? Anybody? Please. <laughs> I'm a big fan of tequila. Bah, 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 bah. Um, nobody? Okay, fine. Fuck it, we'll keep rolling. Um, alright, look. I'm a big fan of, uh, I don't know. Ever since I've been a father, I've, uh, adopted this thing of protection. I don't know what to say about that, but, uh, my daughter has, uh, changed my life, obviously, and being a man has changed my definition as a person. And uh, I'm going to ask Trey right now what he thinks as a man, what he, uh, at top three reasons, what does that mean to you as a man, to be a man? To be a man, um, I think you definitely need to be, like you said, a protector, mm-hmm. a leader, 
and a provider. Those are the three things. Protector, I think, leader, and provider. And this is a, I say a man in a household setting, meaning like if you were to say the things that you feel responsible for, um, because you, I think you got, of course, you got to protect your family. You got to provide for your family. And you have to lead your family, and that can be. And we can we can say, we, and we talked about this. Leading can be in a wide range in yeah, terms of spiritual, sure, sure, emotional, sure, sure. mental, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's structurally, you know. So those are the things I say provide. Um, and we had talked about earlier, and I think we were talking about like say a lot of men who are say close to our age, maybe yeah, like thirties, sure. and that. Gets, oh, I'm thirty five. Trey's thirty eight. So they get preoccupied with certain things that could be possible distractions as you look at. If you're a family. Yeah, your family. So, you know, we both, we both are business owners, you know? Um, So like, and do you, I mean, I'm going to put it out there for you because we talked about it plenty of times. Come on. What would be something that would probably throw you off if you heard if about someone who's in their thirties. In their thirties. Yeah. And what they're doing. A a man, right? Yeah, man. All right. Is he running a business? Uh, say no, no, it doesn't have to run business. Yes, no, 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 no. Okay, if I'm a man, I'm running a family. I got a, I got a new wife, maybe, and a, and a, and a kid. Hmm. Um, there's a few things that would, that would, I would probably, um, I'd focus on, and that would be, you know, leading my family in, in religion, leaving my family in, um, let's say, uh, any kind of economical situation, protecting them and whatnot, but. Uh, I'd probably shy away from a few things that that would separate me from being a man. Um, shit, dude, you put me on the spot. Um, video games. Yeah. Video games really put me on the spot, dude. Um, when I was uh, I don't know seven years old, my father brought me a Nintendo with Super Mario Brothers. Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt. That was my favorite game. Duck Hunt, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, Gary. And uh, after that, dude, I got past that. I started working. I started doing things and, and realized my position in life. But um, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. Well, I think I think what it is, and, you know, we talk about, like, how we grew up. Yeah, you know, imagine, like, um, you, know, you and I are close in age. So, like, my first, uh, say we talk about video games, just give an example. Uh, my first video game was, uh, was Nintendo. Um, what was it? Uh, back in 88, so I was six years old. Holy yeah. hell. So, uh, 88, got my first, you know, Nintendo system, fell in love with it and stuff. And, of course, so, um, after following after that, I had a Sega Genesis, uh, was a Super <laughs> Nintendo, uh, then I got a PlayStation. Holy and the PlayStation hell, was kind of back in, like, my high early high school years. And I think eventually I kind of lost touch with playing as much, you know. Something happened to your phone there. I, don't know. I think it went off, um, no, I just. I'm okay. sorry, iTunes. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> I think it's just my signal. So we're trying to record yeah. stuff here. Anyways, so. Wi-Fi. Um. So yeah. So for for me, it was one of those things where I kind of got away from it, and I think because of course I had things that I feel like were priority above that. Um, don't get me wrong. Like video games uh, were entertaining, distressors, and all that. But I felt like as I got away from it, then it was one of those things that was probably less distracting. Because of course, when I was younger, uh, when I played so much, I felt like my parents had to moderate like the amount I was using. Because, your parents had to moderate the usage of your video game plan. Yeah, well, because of course really? it was one of those things where like you know I could be sitting there playing for hours, and me and brother could be playing, and my dad was such a big advocate of being physically 
like you know involved. involved. So he yeah. he wanted us out there throwing the football. Yeah, he wants out there. Each other. Yeah, yeah. We, like, and that's that's what we did. We me and me and my brother would go outside for Sorry. two three hours. If you're listening, <laughs> I, I, I would pay to see y'all if I can go to head to head right now. Hold on, with this, we. I'm watching. Uh, hey, he made my dude John is still the same. Listen, I'm uh, podcast. I'm listening to some Instagram stuff right now. It's time for a shot. All right, so we already took the breathalyzer. I guess we do the shot now. Is that what we do? I think so, but okay. we've already done Terramana. Have we done Patrona? So we do the what? Altos see. or Patron? Altos. Altos. We do Altos. Altos. Okay. All right. All right. Altos. So. Autos it is. We've already pre-gamed this shit. Because um, I'll spill it all over the place. We gotta, you spill it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, golly, man. You started the video game thing. And I'm, I'm fired up about it. <laughs> to be honest with you, man. The video game thing, I do not understand. And uh, I don't think I can understand. And I feel like I've, uh, I've reached a point where if you cannot provide for your family, and as I pour this, and in a protective way, supportive way, and a way that leads. Sweet. Right. What do you think? What do you think? That's good. That's good. Actually, that's better a, than last one. That's a good pour. That's a good pour. But um, I'm going to finish. Hold on. I'm going to finish this, this this statement, hopefully. Um, if, you can't, if you can't provide for your family like that, um, you have no business starting a family. That's where I'm at. And so video games have no place in family. For me, as a man, I feel like you should focus on other things. Um, video games could be a lot of different things. But uh, for me, that's uh, that's where I stand, man. I mean, leadership, uh, protecting, and, uh, you know, I don't know, just helping your family lead in your spiritual way. Yeah. I mean, and I agree with that. You know, I think there's a certain point that we, you know, even as adult, you know, of course, adult men, we have, to, we have to stay, kind of pull ourselves away from it. Or if anything, monitor ourselves like our parents did for Try, us. Try listen. If you were 38, dude, if you, yeah, well, you are 38. If you're 38, <laughs> living at your mom's basement right now, playing fucking video games, we would not be sitting here drinking tequila, having a fucking podcast. I guarantee you right now. Nah, probably be sitting there eating Oreos and playing video games. Or Hot Pockets. Like, Hot Pockets actually sounds really Call good. Call of Duty. I just yeah. realized that COD means Call of Duty. And y'all, <laughs> y'all can laugh at that, but fuck you. Fuck you, Instagram. Call of Duty can suck my dick. <laughs> Shots. Right now, bud. Here we go. Alright. Uh, okay. Thank you, Patron, for that. Uh, sorry. No, 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 that's Altos. Really? Yeah, you fuck me, dude. Okay, Yaltos. Because this is the third one. So Look yeah, at him chasing. Everybody, everybody, on Instagram. Dude's chasing. Huh? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Nah, I have to. Look at him. <laughs> Look at him. He's chasing it down with fucking rocks. <laughs> Gotta put some more G two in this one. So. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I'll go up there and get you some more Gatorade, dude. No, I'm good. I'm good. My office is down in my basement. I got a good situation going, but I don't carry fucking all the Gatorade. <laughs> yeah. All right, dude. I'm gonna carry on with this all right. thing. All right. Golly, man, we talk about aliens. I can't believe this on my podcast, dude. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. We 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 open up a little bit. Muscles more. to fucking aliens. <laughs> well, we did say we want to keep this as very like random and what organic as possible. Listen, so right? I don't think you if get more organic than than this right here on the table. Organic. Let me ask you something, dude. Yeah. Instagram. That's a fucked up place. 
<laughs> you ready? You ready for the question? Oh, gosh. Okay, here we go. You ready? You don't right. know what the fuck's about All right. that one. All right. What's the most embarrassing fucking question or, or thing that you've been asked on Instagram or social in general? It's like a, a message, like a Drake message? Anything, bro. Okay. Fucking anything. What have you been requested to do? I was, gosh, this was over 10 years ago. So I was, well, not say requested. I had this huge inbox message yeah. that a guy wanted to wrestle with me. <laughs> and um, he actually gave, gave me a very extensive message, kind of gave me his background. He gave me his Fuck. size uh, and what he would like to, like, he would like to, like, subdue me in a, because he knew my experience. <laughs> In terms of like bodybuilding martial arts, so he wanted to be able to try to subdue me, and fuck? and of course this like in, involved us being like you it's, know, it's you know a, 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 like nude, and of course like baby oil was in the mix too. So what the fuck did you hold on? Time out, time yeah. out, dude. I mean, it's, I mean, this is this like what at least twelve years ago or something like that. Yeah. Back up, dude. You said a whole lot right now. Well, this is. I mean, I'm being truthful as far as what was best to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know, I know, I know. I know, but we went from uh, what's the most embarrassing thing right to fucking baby oil, and I yeah. can't, I can't do without the details. Yeah. All right. So a man asked you to wrestle him with baby oil. Baby oil. Need more details. Um, and he already had it, he he laid out the plan like we were gonna have like he's gonna have this whole like plastic wrap like the whole like flooring done. I mean, he was really I mean he was really passionate about it, and actually I was the funny thing I was young at this time I was like twenty five. Of course, I wasn't like, I wasn't like, I was kind of, I, I was like curious, but I was like, I never had an inbox like this before. I was like, okay, this is something weird. I never, never had someone ask. Bye, curious. Bye, curious. But it's funny because like. One other shot. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so this is one of those things like these random questions that, you know, you never think that whatever, you know, and of course I'm trying to like process this and I think, okay, this guy, okay, maybe he's just joking. No, no, no. He, he actually was real. No. He, he actually sent me another message like asking like, hey. You know, like, would you be willing to do this if I paid you, like, you know, substantial, which he was actually offering $400 at the time. <laughs> yeah. So. I <laughs> had <laughs> so many questions. Yeah. Go ahead. Drink, go ahead and drink that out of that pink yeah, fucking drink yeah, you yeah, got yeah, there, yeah. dude. Yeah. So. Trey's drinking out of the fucking pink cup right now for some reason. Okay. Provided by John. Okay. Just to let you know. Provided by John. I think this was, like, planned, too. It's like everything was planned here. <laughs> structurally planned by this little guy. So, uh, I sabotaged him. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, okay. get back to the baby oil. Go ahead, dude. Okay. Well, anyways, so, you know, this is like this whole extensive message about that. And then he sent another message offering the, the amount of money he was going to, like, pay to do this. And I, th- I think I just kind of left it, like, let it be. And then, of course, kept getting messages, 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 like, saying, hey, when, when are we doing this? When are we setting this up? I come to you. You come to me. How much baby oil do I bring? <laughs> I mean, he had it all figured out, and I, I, I was like, just so like, uh, gosh, maybe I don't know. It, it, it's lost for everything on this one because I was, Holy I, shit, dude. I, I was, I've never had this like someone ask something like, you know, maybe something like that extent, you know, especially it's you pretty know, serious, bro. It was, it was pretty serious, and I, uh, you know, I kind of took it like that, and I, I, I had to walk away from it. It wasn't something I could, I could feel comfortable doing. So yeah, so <laughs> we're gonna move on, man. This scares a fuck out of me, bro. Oh, golly, dude. When I go out these places, dude, and I do these competitions, and, and people are like, wow, you look good, you look good. I get Sometimes I'm like, oh, cool, I appreciate it. I mean, I, I get that. But there's certain people that you get a weird vibe from, you know, like a fear. 
Yeah, I think there's the, there's that uncomfortable vibe, and I think you, like you, you have some that of course appreciate what you do, and yeah. you know maybe they're just they just follow you, and you yep. know you inspire them in some yep. way, in some way. You know, that's some cool. Way. That's connection. Uh, then you get some that might come off maybe a little bit more than you really are, are, are anticipating, and <sighs> so it throws you off and it, it yeah. kind of pushes you outside of your like comfort zone. So right, um, and, and, that, and that happens, and that happens a lot, you know. And I think it's sometimes like dealing with it in a very healthy and right way to where you 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 kind of like put out there that you appreciate you know them being admiring but right. at the same time you're not you're showing that you're not actually necessarily comfortable with it. You don't want to give into it. Yeah, you want to give into it. So um so I think you have to have that healthy boundary and you have to set that. So I know for me that's something that kind of I have done over the past um like for instance, I okay, I'll put this out there. Okay, so right so here. so you remember when I did like the photo shoot and I had those pictures? Yes. And, okay. Okay. So weird. Yeah. So I had like uh, you know someone like send me you know send me a message and, and like it was kind of like oh okay cool you know like your you know the photos you put out all this so I was like oh cool cool and this is a guy of course um, actually it was you know um, and so. I was I was taking it like okay maybe he just complimented me. that's cool that's fine whatever and then it went to like, hey you know if you ever get a chance you know can you send me some shots of you in your briefs and I was like oh, okay this has got a little weird you know it's got a little shit so you know I, I dug in look at his profile and it's like okay this guy's like a family guy this kind of throws me off that guy has a family right. wife kids right. like man this is just kind of like, okay is he legit okay so then I'm like um, and I, I just let him know I was like you know I hey I'm not you know the type of person that I would want to do this or do this at any for anybody yeah, at all sure and he's like oh that's cool man it's like hey if you're, you know and then he just puts like i understand and he's like yeah you know i'm, I'm you know yeah i know i'm married i have kids i have family but hey i, I like seeing you know like muscle up man yeah. like like you know like seeing like in like briefs and all this sure. and stuff, i think so you know it, it was one of those things like okay you know what yeah you know, i understand that, hey there's there's people out there that you know maybe that's what they enjoy and stuff and i'm just like okay it's not you know, of course, it's not something I want, but at the same time, I like I understand. Okay, that's going to happen. You know, for you, if you put anything out there, like when we put that uh, nice little picture the other day, you stop rubbing my fucking arm right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> which picture are we talking about? The 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 which picture are we talking about? The the, uh, the boxer brief picture with the cock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That. Listen, if y'all don't want to talk about, <laughs> go to my Instagram. Big cock in front of my um, underwear. Underwear, 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 underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. you know, it's like, of course, that opens like the the whole possibility that someone, it could be a guy that could inbox you about, <laughs> you know, hey, you know, is that is that nice, is, <laughs> nice rooster, nice rooster, or nice briefs? And you know, can you show me more brief? You know, next time, not Fuck. not much rooster. Get, get to the get to the story. <laughs> get to the root of this. Yeah, yeah. So you know, hey, that, that could that could be a possibility. You know, so, holy shit. So, so no, hey, here's the moral of the story. Please, whatever you post, get ready to have an inbox for it. So that's like well, whatever you post, you get ready for your inbox. Like that's that's Trey's uh, yeah. word of wisdom tonight. Whatever you post. I don't call it word of wisdom, but yeah. What do you call that, dude? I don't know. It's just maybe advice. I don't know. I don't say word of wisdom. I say it's advice. Maybe just like, you know, <clears throat> that's all I can say. Advice. Gosh damn. I have no idea how we got here. I, uh, you know, Alyssa McLovin, who the hell, whoever you think you are, but um, we're there. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about posting pictures in underwear. Yeah, yeah, there, there you go. Well, actually, that's what it was. Like, you had a picture of an underwear. Oh, I was a picture of an I underwear. I did. And but. here's the deal, guys. Look, I thought it was a great picture, but 
I was in my briefs, and and the photographer. Um, <laughs> it was a great picture. It was, it was, it was, you know what? It was a classic picture. I like the picture. You know what? It was a classic picture. Fuck Trey. If you guys are watching, fuck Trey. No, the he, picture was, was good. It was no, it was good. It was good. I'm, I, I feel mean, like I'm being, it's good. I feel no, like no, no, I hate. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not he's being an asshole no, right I'm now. Not, I'm not. I'm not being an asshole. I'm, I'm, I'm actually complimenting you on the picture. So. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! But but listen. Um, uh, I thought it was appropriate for me to cover up my situation because I thought there was too much involved. <laughs> and uh, being that I post things on there, I thought, I thought, hey, well, I better do this, and this is the right thing to do. So, anyway, with all that said, we got uh, a bunch of weird things in our Instagram and our social media. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you, you get some. You, 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 get, you, get, you get some unboxing. Hey, you know what? If you post it, guess what? Hey, it's going to happen. So, what's your advice to people that post things that are questionable? Uh, no, I'm I'm saying like if you if you post, just get you know you, wherever you post, just look at it from a you know a view that you know you you can get a range of you know inbox messages about it. You can get some that you know it, it not might maybe can be borderline offensive for some people, and then some it can be you know it can be something that can be complimenting. It's just going to happen that way. So you know, like you know, even like. The, the pictures that say I've posted or even you've posted, it, it happens, you know. That's how it is. So. Yo, fuck, fuck, I, I can't see, but I see somebody saying shot. Yeah, yes. I'm going to wait for the next one because <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off for a second. Yeah. Uh, we're pre-gaming this thing. For, no, we're, we're going to have to do a, <laughs> a uh, what's that, what do you call it? Post-game. No, no, what's that thing? The machine this a, thing. This is a microphone. <laughs> the breathalyzer you something. Oh, we're going to do a fucking breathalyzer. <laughs> Fuck, I got a piss, by the way. I oh, hate you, gosh. iTunes, because you can't, like, pause this. Um, shit, dude. So, oh, we, we need to see what it is first. We were talking about, all right, I'm turning on the breathalyzer. <laughs> we're going to see what's going on here. At the same time, man, like, I asked you about your damn fears and whatnot. Oh, gosh. Okay, um, fears. Biggest, no, no, I want your fucking biggest fear, bro. Trey big- Hodge. Dr. Trey Hodge has a big fear. I want to know what it is. The biggest fear is failure. Failure. I mean, that's Shut the biggest. Up. I'm gonna blow real quick. Hold on. Okay, he's blowing pretty hard. Probably hard. <laughs> I'm blowing the fucking breathalyzer. If anybody's wondering, not Trey. This is calculating. Looking on Instagram, guys. Oh, we're gosh. calculating. All right. Yeah, we're 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 looking. We're looking. We're, we're live looking. and calculating. Yeah, we're live. Um. Oh shit. Damn, it's saying error. I've reached above the BAC limit. What is that? That's what it says? Yeah, dude, that's 0.3. I don't know. Okay. I, I, you know what, Trey? I'm going to give Trey the fucking BAC thing. Well, I'm going to dip it. To... He's got 18, 17 seconds. Okay, wait here. Is this where I blow into? So I can dip it in that. Tool. No, don't dip it. Well, I don't want to, like, like try to sterilize it. Look. <laughs> look, man, this is... <laughs> This is a horrible okay. podcast. Uh, I can't believe what people are actually going to listen to this. And when it says blow, please blow. And that's what she said. If okay. you're going to say it, you broke it. Yeah, I did break it. <laughs> I broke it. No, I'm definitely not nowhere near it. I hate you so much. Yeah, you do. Oh, we're calculating. Oh, fuck. Point like, zero five. Wow. This guy I am coasting. This guy's not even trying. Trying? <laughs> You're for the shots. This guy's not like even, a hunt. Not like, uh, a like it's fucking empty, dude. <laughs> well, 
What? This is empty? I just poured in it. I put the Terramana in it. So. Holy hell. Yeah. All right. So uh, we've been warned for shots. Uh, let's see what's going on. Sharon, as you drink <laughs> Okay, we're not we're not going beyond a certain point here, guys. Listen, yeah, you look, I can't I can't do anymore. So I'm doing I, I'm, I can't get hospitalized tonight. <laughs> what I was drinking before Troy got here, I don't need to prove anything to anybody. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, that's, certain fears, dude. Oh goodness gracious. No, it's, uh, no, I think failure because that's one of those things where if I have a recurring nightmare, it's failing scholastically, meaning like if I'm in high school, college, whatever it may be, I think my biggest fear has always been around like failing something, you know. So yeah, failing, failing. Um, it could be a class, it could be it could be anything. It, it, honestly, being late, like being late to class, that scares you. Oh, I'm, I'm a time phobia guy. Like I have to be. If I if I know I've got a schedule to keep, I have to keep the schedule. If I don't, it freaks me out. So, like, I'd rather be early than late. I'm very punctual. Uh, for most of you that know me, I'm a very punctual person. Um, even sometimes when I'm seeing my patients, I get a little bit, like, wigged out if, like, if I'm falling behind something, you know. So, I'm very big on schedules. That's just, I don't know, that's always been my thing, you know. And it's probably something that my father ingrained in me because he's very punctual person who'd rather be early than late. So I think so it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's a learned behavior. Yeah, it's learned behavior for sure. Wow, man. Like, look, I respect that. You know, your dad's really put that in you and Troy. Uh, I know Troy enough to know that um, that discipline and structure means a lot to him. Yeah. Um, but fear, dude. Like, when I think of fear, golly, man, there's nothing that motivates you more than fear. Well, I think fear, my fear is disappointment. What? To, to disappoint. Holy fucking shit. So, no, no, so, so, for instance, like, if, if I was to sit there and not, and not do something, like, okay, look, we're talking about scholastic yeah. and all that and not failing. So, my thing is, of course, if I came in and, like, I brought this, you know, you know, I brought a grade in that was uh, below par for what my, my father. You came in with a B. Yeah. So, I would feel like probably let him down because he expects more of me. What would so. he say if you came in fucking with a B? I mean, he. I mean, he was that person. Like he expected, of course, for me being the older brother, I was always like, of course, had to do the best. So even if I had a B or even fit, let's say, for, for, I could have a hundred, like a hundred on one assignment, or like a great or like a, a class, and I could have a ninety-three, ninety-two. He's like, okay, we well, need to bring this up. So sure. it, it, it wouldn't be just be like happy, satisfied, or whatever. You're like, hey, you need to improve this. You time know? out, time out. You come in with a hundred. No, well, not to say 100, but say if I had 100 in one class, and then I had a class that had like a 92, 93, then that class that had a 92, 93, yeah, I need yeah, to yeah. prove it. Because it's not where the other ones What did Troy come with? Troy's younger brother, <laughs> yeah. or Troy? Well, like, Troy being the younger brother, of course, like with me being the older brother, I think responsibility laid on me more. So if, if he was not performing like where my father would, then of course my father would view me as like, okay, you need to help yeah. your brother, which 100%. I can understand that. Yeah. I can understand like, you know, you're, you're the you're one a fucking leader, Trey. Huh? You're a leader. Well, the thing is, I think it's just more, it put me in a position where I felt like I, I needed to be there to help, you know, him through, you know, whatever uh, things he needed, assignments, whatever it may be. So a lot of times there was a lot of things like pride, whatever that was involved with my brother because I was wanting him to do well enough to where it made me feel like I was being responsible, you know? To like to be that that person, to be that bro, older brother, to be the protector. Wow. You know, so and you know, that's one of those things. And honestly, but but for me too, though, I you know I view that as something that was it was good because I needed that. You know, I needed that that not to say necessarily the fear, but the like the 
didn't want to disappoint, you know, my father and all that because it, it made me feel that way about everything, you know. So, Holy yeah. shit, dude. That's so deep. That's so deep. If anybody so John's IG went, oh, you went out, your IG went out. You know what? I think it just ended. Oh, because I think you maxed out. That's why. I think I think you did like you can share it to IGTV. And next, uh, <laughs> I never did it. Okay. Um, sorry, iTunes. We are having an issue, and we're trying to multitask. Yeah, um, we're not good. And at we're that. four shots in, so yeah, it's not productive. Maybe with that. No, <laughs> four, four shots. Oh well. Okay. I'm four shots in. You might be a little bit different, so yeah, I might be. Yeah, I mean, what are you doing here, dude? Can you help me? Uh, let's see. Sorry, iTunes. Uh, download video. And then can you X out? Probably not. We're trying to figure out how to navigate through Instagram. Yeah. Oh, let's keep talking until that goes. Anyways, um, golly, man. The, the way that you were raised, man, I, I look at that and I see a lot of familiarity, really. Yeah. Um, you had a fear of coming home with, um, I don't know, letting your father down. <clears throat> I think that was the biggest thing, yeah, like not to, you know, not to let him down. Because, you know, you imagine, like, if the fa- if my father is the one I respect the most in my life, then the last thing I want to do is disappoint him. Holy you know? hell, dude. I just did a leap. Oh, we're going to... Still, still battling with this. And now go back, shift it over. Hit this. Oh, actually, nah. X out. Yeah, like right. slide it over to no the other way. <laughs> now go slide that bottom over. Bottom. There. We're trying to figure it. Like slide yes, other way, other way, other way, other way. There, live. Live. We're on live. Now there, there you go. Okay, we figured we it are, out, guys. Okay, we are we checking it. connection. <laughs> Thank you, iTunes. I hope we're back. Fucking stick to it. All our two viewers, or twenty-five. I don't know if I can't read right now. Yeah, enough shots. But okay, um, we're good. We're back on. Oh, two hundred fifty-five. Wow. Okay. Um, golly, man, dude, your dad really set a precedence. Seriously, man. When I look at what he has done, dude, I'm blown away. And at, at I'm thirty-five, dude. And when I look at what your dad has done, I think about fucking Superman. And so at nine, eight, ten years old. Yeah. Like seriously, man. Like, we know he's he's accomplished a lot. Not you know even to this day, like he's you know he's still a leader. He's still a provider. You know, so he's still someone I still look up to. Um, you know, and uh, I think it's one of those things where, you know, I always do, and of course I always want to you know feel like I'm a person that makes him proud. You know, doesn't disappoint even wow. to this day. And my brother's the same way too. We're both the same way. Yeah. And wow, so we, we still we still try to uphold that standard. So I think that whole idea of your brother always, too. Huh? Yeah, no brother. Yeah, he's always wow. the same way. So, you know, we but you know at the same time, you know, I feel like some of that is, is is very healthy for a lot of people, and it's very. I feel like it's been very healthy and very motivating for me. And sometimes you know, I feel like that's lost. You know, in this day and lost. age, yeah, because I don't think like you know a lot of kids now don't feel that 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 drive that you know that whole like what motivates you is is it the fact that you're father is a true leader and he puts you in that position where you want to be like him or, or to lead like him. So, wow. you know, I think some of that, some of that's kind of lost these days. So, you know, I was very fortunate you know, yeah, to I have mean, that. Yeah. So, you know what, dude, I, I think about that and I think about the, the 40 year olds that are playing video games right now yeah. and they've got a family. Yeah. And I wonder, man, I'm like, why, why are they doing that? Why are they playing video games? 
Why are they doing things that do not benefit their family? And I'm pissed off about it. Well, maybe it's that they don't have the leadership. They don't have leadership. So, so let me ask you, dude. As a man, 30, 40, 50 year old man, what are your what are your top one, two, three reasons? What makes you a fucking man at that point? No, so I mean, no, you got a family, dude. Yeah, I mean, you got something. You got a reason. Yeah, you have a reason to 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 be that a leader, the provider. Yeah, you got the why. That's it. The why factor. A fucking why. Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing is why why do you do what you do? Why do you, why do you wake up every day? What, what what's your motivating factor? Oh, shit. You know, is it Victoria? You know, your you know, she's no, your daughter. Yeah, no. No, what I'm saying that, but that's that's a big motivating factor. You know, sure, same thing sure, with sure. me. If that was you know, if you know, if I have you know my children and things, that's gonna be my major motivating factor for me you know for like me to do what i do and yeah. even do more of what i do because sure. you're trying to build a future for them too you say her name dude i'll fucking tell you thing. yeah no I mean, you get that? no no no, no and so for yeah. you if you said john i'm in a call of duty i last week i learned what cod means mm-hmm. cod yeah call of duty actually i just learned just now <laughs> i didn't know either bro i i'm with a 36 year old man uh, playing uh, cod uh, <laughs> i was so mad i was so mad if, listen guys if you're if you're 35 fuck it if you are of any age and you've got a child and you're playing cod or any other video game fuck you don't listen to this podcast i hate you <laughs> no, you don't. no you don't yeah listen i'm I'm a lot of shots in, but I'm I'm pretty upset with men that are not being men. That's where I'm at, Trey. Okay. You with me? Yeah, I mean, I'm with you on that. Can you get me on that train, dude? No, I mean, like I said, I think when we look at and we look at what we simplify as being our basis to be true men in terms of, like, leading and things and providing and all that. And, and of course, that... And well, that's what's what your man? You said leading and providing. I fucking... I'm, I'm with you, dude. What yeah. else? What else creates uh, a man? What's it? We leading, providing, um, protecting. Protect, leading protect, protect. Because I mean, thing, you want an environment where your family or who's in your core group to feel like they are truly protected, yeah, they feel sure, safe. Sure. That way, they're not worried and stressed of like the next day or tomorrow, what tomorrow brings. You, you, you or want, anything. You don't, you Fuck. Don't want, you don't want your kids, you know, worrying about finances. You should be the one worried about finances. You should be worried about keeping the roof over their head. You should be worried about putting the food on the table. So that's the thing. You don't want that stress to impact your kids. So, um, so I think that's where it comes in, and that's where being, I say, being a true man involves it. You know, so. No, dude, I'm gonna close on that. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna look at these notes real quick. Yeah, I had some notes, dude, but you've surpassed everything I have imagined. Um, again, we've been, what did you say, two weeks, two months? Two months since two we were fucking, supposed to do this? Yeah. So pretty much, like, just put you put it in perspective, like, we've got tons of pages of things we want to cover. So this probably will be something that's going to be ongoing. If you're on IG or on uh, YouTube or whatever I'm post this on, look at this notebook. Yeah. This man, man, I've got so many questions for him. I got so many questions. He's such a smart guy that that I feel like has not the same perspective as me that I'm Semi-smart. willing to learn from. <laughs> yeah, that's a semi-smart. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I've, 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 I'm trying to learn from him. I really am, and uh, I got more questions. So um, if you want, you know, listen to the next podcast. Really, uh, I'm going to put him on. Um, I think we have to end with a test. A BAC test again. A BAC test. Yeah. Go ahead, bud. All right. Me first. You're okay. first because I'm. I fail. <laughs> yeah, you I failed. always fail. All right. Can't even go around the shop right here. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta listen to what it says. Blow. Okay. Here we go. It's three, ah, two, man. This one. guy. This guy. All right. Oh my gosh. We got Terramana. We got Altos. 
we got Patron. Patron's about $43 a, a bottle. Terramana, 32 Alto is about 36 Okay. What we got, dude? What we got on right, the here. Uh, here. thing here? Take We're calculating. Listen, IG Live, I'm about to show you what's going on here. 0.06. Still not too bad. Listen. <laughs> listen. 0.06. I know you all can't see that, but 0.06. This fucking guy, dude. He has got the ability to uh, go. I mean, look. If you guys are driving somewhere, you need to take him with you. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm about to blow again. Okay, I think we're going to hit the point three again. Who believes point three? I'm sure it's some people. Anybody. Like, yeah. Fuck. Point three, win a, win a John old hoodie. <laughs> Fuck John old hoodie. You get a hoodie. You get a hoodie. I'm about to blow. Not Trey, but this. Yeah, yeah, the, the BAC. All right, this is going to be interesting. Point three two. No, he's not reading the fucking truth. No, no, no. I'm, 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 he's speculating. I'm predicting. I'm predicting. He's a fucking dick. Hell. Oh, wow. You went down. I came down, dude. I laid so it down. We are sobering up. That's we are point one nine. So you're only three times as over my limit. Right. What's that? That's, that's double limit to fucking drive. Okay. Well, you're not driving. So I'm not driving. <laughs> Trey's going home because I'm fucking mad at him right now. Okay. <laughs> And uh, we're gonna close it out, guys. Look, I can't see this going any other way but a two and a three uh, episode. Trey, if you don't want to, I understand, dude. I, fucking... I think I'm down for at least a number two. I'll let you know about the number three. So <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna take another shot. We're gonna shut this thing down. But appreciate y'all guys for tuning in, and we're gonna drop this thing. And uh, love y'all.